Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am Shmuley Yanklowitz, President and Dean of Valley Beit Midrash. Here at VBM, we strive to bring you only the highest quality of Jewish learning. Bringing pluralistic and innovative Jewish programming to the Jewish community that craves substance and insight is our passion. But we cannot do it alone. To support our endeavors, please consider donating a tax-deductible contribution to our organization. By doing so, you will be supporting meaningful Jewish educational content, funding the next generation of leaders, as well as furthering Jewish wisdom to people all over the country and all over the world. Please visit www.valleybatemadrash.org. Thank you so much and enjoy the program. It's a delight to be here today with Rabbi Dr. Mish Hamakosoy, who teaches Talmud and the, uh, and the social justice track at Pardes. Originally from Washington, D.C., Mish has a B.A. in Near Eastern and Judaic Studies from Brandeis University and an M.A. and Ph.D. from New York University. Her dissertation explored the courageous manner in which the rabbis of the Talmud created a new criminal punishment system. In 2015, Rabbi Dr. Hamakosoy completed her studies at Beit Midrash Ha'el, and received smicha, her ordination from Rabbi Herzl Hefter and Rabbi Daniel Schwerber. Reb Mish, thank you for taking time to talk. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. So to jump right in, and I've been a fan of your work for some time and, and your leadership, as the, um, you know, as the head of the social justice track at Pardes, how do you think about social justice Torah, and how do you engage in social justice, social justice activism outside the Beit Midrash as well? Um, you know, the Torah doesn't make a secret about what, if, ha, what's the best way to make a connection with God. God, God says about Abraham right up front, that God picked Avraham because he did der Hashem. And what was der, what was it to follow God's path? And uh, there's something that is so beautiful about having that front and center to have Avraham as a model for us about what, how to be a good Jew. And uh, of course, staka and mishpat is the phrase that appears more than any other phrases, as far as I know, in all of Tanakh. Almost every book has staka and mishpat. Um, but God's in the details. You have to figure out what does it mean, stakal mishpat, to do what's righteous and just. And uh, so that's what we're trying to figure out in the context of the social justice track. The goal is to see the Torah as narrow, a chance to light our path in uh, showing us how to live our lives in a more righteous way. Uh, and also as something that we have to listen to sometimes. Sometimes it's pure inspiration and it helps inspire us to do things we would always want to do anyway. And sometimes it causes us to think a little bit more deeply. And I find that also very powerful. Uh, so that's what the Torah is. We move through um, all the basic justice issues in the state of Israel specifically because we're, our goal is very much to see Torah as it's manifesting in this beautiful experiment we call the state of Israel. And uh, we use place very self-consciously in, in our learning. And then we also go out, everyone at Pardes Baruch 
Hashem, everyone on t at Pardes has Thursday afternoon set aside for uh, community engagement, and Pardes and the members of the social justice track take a lead in making sure that happens in the most effective way possible for everybody. Beautiful, beautiful. I love that. So, um, you know, many when they when they hear social justice, they might think secular or or just liberal political activism. But how do you understand? this form of Jewish responsibility to work for a more just society as part of the religious experience? Well, both our two greatest heroes, Moshe and Avraham were only chosen after they took huge risks and um, demonstrated their ability to do great things in the way they relate to uh, uh, in the way they relate to human beings outside of them. God doesn't even want to talk about the vertical relationship until God feels like we've got that human relationship down pat. And if you would think that that was true about Abraham and Moshe, but who are we presumed to be at the level of Abraham and Moshe? Um, Yeshayahu makes it completely clear that he doesn't want to hear a word from us until uh, um, he doesn't want to see that God does not want to see us fasting uh, until we have until we have uh, spread given shared our food and brought the poor into our home. Um, so that is what uh, that's what you. That's what a religious experience is about. If we want to have that vertical experience, we have to make sure we have a horizontal experience first. Love it, yeah. love it. You know, I, I, um, I, I've met many people, as I know you have, who uh, don't really care or participate much in social justice work, but are deeply kind people. And I've met many activists who really care about, you know, uprooting systems of injustice and working for systemic change but are not particularly menschlich in their work, are not particularly kind. How do you understand this relationship between our, our way of being in the world, our menschlichkeit, our kindness, our chesed, and the relationship to, to this type of tzedek work towards uprooting social injustice? Um, Hashem is ohev tzedakah mishpat, chesed Hashem malei kol haaretz. That uh, God loves tzedakah mishpat, and then following the parallel structure, the second part of the verse, chesed is even more. God's chesed is even beyond. Um, I think I, as a Pardes is a, a very diverse, very self-consciously diverse institution that really tries to bring Jews from across the spectrum politically and uh, uh, denominationally uh, and geographically together to talk about issues that are of importance to the Jewish people. And uh, we really believe that we need to have a lot of different types of Jews working together and in conversation with each other. Uh, so I'm all in favor of people who are chesed people and all in favor of people who are activist people. And we can't do everything. Rav Moshe talks about, uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein spoke about what does it mean to be able to have an important gift? Each of us has a particular gift. We can't be everywhere at every moment. Some of us, uh, except for you, of Shmuley. 
but most, but most of the rest of us have limits to what we can do. We can all either give a kidney or we can foster children or we can be social activists. Um, and I think what's important is that we're giving from our heart in the way, the way we can to really be aware of creating that horizontal relationships in order to create vertical relationships. Um, so uh, I'm in favor of all of those things. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. What, what are some examples of how religious Jews are offering something unique within the broader ecosystem of social justice activism in Israel today? Um, many hear about, you know, you know, secular Israelis and their work, but is, is there some unique contribution coming out of more religious circles? Um, I think that there is. We live, unfortunately, we live in an incredibly polarized state. Yes. Maybe you also have a little bit of a taste of that right now in your, <laughs> um, the newspapers. We get both the right wing and the left wing newspaper in our home. And sometimes I turn through them and there's, they're, we, they're in, from totally different countries. They have not a story in common. Um, but uh, my, I've, one thing that I'm proud of that I think that the religious community is doing is uh, Beit Hillel. Um, there's a co a coalition of uh, not different di that's specific to Israel, similar to Torah Chaim that you and I have are together in, um, which is American speaking rabbis, but Israeli rabbis specifically have some have a coalition called Beit Hillel, and we are publishing, pushing the Jewish community, the religious community, they take positions on a whole range of social justice issues. And I think that having religious, because the tension between religion and state is so profound in this country, and a flashpoint, it's, um, it's really important to have people that have a, uh, that have a belief that religion and social justice go together. You know, I think I heard this, someone said, to, it's not really such a funny joke that Americans said, there's two types of Jews, those who do social justice and those who speak Hebrew. Um, and that's a sort of American paradigm. In Israel, they, the idea that religion and social justice go together is really very, very new in a, in a crazy way. And I think it's so great that we have um, Beit Hillel and other organizations. My, my colleague, Karen, uh, um, Karen Foyer, is running for Knesset right now in a party called uh, Live Yehudi. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but they're specifically um, campaigning on uh, their, their number one issue is uh, the state of Israel selling arms to, uh, um, to bad governments, uh, but they have a whole range of Jewish uh, issues where that we should be bringing Jewish values to in making our policies. And I think those things are very inspiring and very needed in this country. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much. So a final question for you today, if I may. Uh, since it's Rosh Chodesh Adar, Chodesh Tov, I wonder if you have any related Purim Torah just to share with us to kind of get into the get into the holiday and related to this, you know, our, our sense of responsibility in the world. Um, I think what's uh, one thing that's amazing to me uh, about the Megillah is that the Jewish people were completely immersed in Persian culture. And uh, there was, you can take that 
in any way you want, but when they, when they were victorious uh, over their enemies, their natural response was to have a mishteh, to have a drinking party, which is really, there are seven mishto, there's seven of these drinking parties over the course of the, the uh, Megillah, and most of them are by Ahasuerus. The, the, uh, the, I, that was a Persian idea to have a drinking party, and the Jews adopted it. That was, that's how the culture around them celebrated, and so that's how we celebrate. Uh, and Mordechai and Esther push back on the Jewish people and say, well, when we, we can have a mishteh, and we do have a mishteh, a sudat purim, a sudat mitzvah, but our mishteh has to be a mishteh that's accompanied by matanot levionim. It's not enough for us to have a, have a suda by ourselves. So you see that the spy in chapter nine, just such this incredibly long Megillah, <laughs> and, and Mordechai saying, no, no, you have to have uh, and keep pushing back again and again until they do such a thing. Um, and uh, I think that uh, the Rambam says beautifully, um, there is preferable for a person to be more liberal with his donations to the poor than to be lavish in his preparation for the Purim feast. Portions to the friends, strangers. One who brings happiness to the hearts of these unfortunate individuals, resemble, I'm going to say vulnerable people, resembles God's presence, uh, which Isaiah describes as having the tendency to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive those with broken hearts. So I think that's a message that we can bring with us uh, into Purim is to think about what we're bringing, what we're getting from the culture around us and what we're doing to make sure that culture is Jewish. And, that, and what does it mean to be part of a Jewish culture? It means to be taking care of the vulnerable people in our community. Beautiful, beautiful. Love it. I love it. We should continue to be Zoha, all of us together, really. And uh, to, to not only survive, uh, but to, to thrive in bringing this message forth to care, to build societies that are, 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 are care for the vulnerable and, and uphold the dignity of all beings. So Chodesh Tov and really much Hatzlach on all your continued work. Thank you so much, Rav Shmuley. Have a great day. Chodesh Tov.